do you think of this definition of confidence? A place of belief in oneself that is unshakable. This week's guest, Donna Cravada, had a lot to say about women over 50 owning who they are and not caring what others think. And that spells confidence. She shares that these women are a bridge, a bridge between how life was and how life's going to be. It's a special moment in time. Need some inspiration, some encouragement? You're in the right place. We focus on confidence so you will believe in yourself more, passion so you will turn it into purpose, and gratitude so you will find gifts even in the hardest of times. I'm Rochelle Condi now, and this is Unabashed You. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the show, Donna. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be here. Oh, wonderful. Is there anything that you want the listeners to know before we get started? No, I guess it'll all come out in conversation. <laughs> yes, wonderful. <laughs> I'm an open book. Ask me anything. I And I love that about you. What three words would you use to describe yourself? I'm going to use the three words that are um, my most recent set of values. Okay. I did a Renee Brown values exercise about a year and a half ago, and my values totally changed. So they are um, creative, fun, and genuine. Oh, those are good. And as I'm getting to know you, I can see that those things are true, and they start to paint... (laughs) They start to paint. You can't hear me? Say something. Let me see if I can hear you. Our video, our mic just went out. You just came back. You just just came came back. back. Okay. Well, let's, okay. Let's try that again. Um, As the thing I like about this exercise is that it, it, it starts to paint a picture of who you are for people who may not know you yet. And then also, it it tells us something in how you see yourself. So the fact that you see yourself as creative, fun, and genuine is just delightful. It just brings a smile to my face. I love that. Two truths and a lie. And this would be three things about yourself. And I see if I can tell which one is a lie. Okay. I my first car was a slime green. Chevy Bel Air, 1973. I was in the Miss Maritime Queen contest. And I had a cat named Butthead. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. This is interesting. All right. Um, I'm going to set aside the cat named Butthead just for a moment here. Um, I think you probably were Miss Maritime Queen. Uh, you were in the contest, sure, why not? And then I'm going to say your first car uh, maybe wasn't slime green or it was slime green, but it wasn't a 1973 or maybe it was not a Chevy, maybe it was a, a Ford. So you gave a lot of detail on that one. I'm going to say that that's the lie. How did I do? <laughs> They're all true. <laughs> They're all true. Well, you tricked me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's a first. That's a first. <laughs> They're all it's true. Creative and fun. Oh, that is that is creative. It is fun and it is genuine all at the same time. Oh my gosh. 
Okay, and I figured you probably did have a cat named Butthead. And of course, the cat had no idea, you know, that that was a, a different kind of a name. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, your time with Butthead was a, a wonderful time. That is funny. That is so funny. One of your favorite movies of all time. <sighs> so many. The one that just popped into my head was Cinema Paradiso. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. And do you remember, didn't, let's see. No, I'm getting that confused with some. Oh, yes. This was the uh, Italian and uh, the movie theater. Yes, yes. 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 Oh, that's beautiful. And why is it your favorite? One of your favorites. <clears throat> it was just such a great story, you know, and it, mm-hmm. I love stories that can like span a period of time and keep your attention. Right. And it feels like you've gone through this, like, you know, these historical moments with them. Mm-hmm. And then when it's in like a location where, where like the location has to also span that that period of time Uh and it feels real like you don't see a coke can in the corner or something like that you know like they've done a good job with it I I really appreciate that oh that's nice I like that and uh what about a person that inspires you there's so many but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with my son Oh, I love that. Tell me, tell me why your son inspires you. He's 21 years old and he's a senior in college. He's studying um, uh, digital media production and sound engineering and he's a musician (laughs) and he really lives how he wants to live. He really doesn't care about what people think. And um, as he's getting older, he's really stepping into who he is and um and he like will not be somebody else for any reason and, and I don't you that is very admirable it. and don't you find that uh especially for age 21 I think of us at age 21 that I would not quite have been fully in to that mode at that time probably heading there but not not the way you're describing your son yeah and what a yeah, lovely thing for you to see yeah. And I mean, like, sometimes I get frustrated with him because I feel he's being stubborn, but I'm like, okay, that'll all round out. He what you know, what, what, what he's doing is he's rooting and oh, yes. you know, that's all part of it. And like all of those rough edges around the rooting will smooth out as he matures more, but he will not um, compromise, mm-hmm. which it's, you know, at his age, that's pretty amazing. That is. What piece of wisdom do you keep handy? Oh, my goodness. There's so much wisdom whirling around me because of <laughs> what I do. Right. Um, I speak to women over 50 almost every day. And I learn so much every single day. Um, the piece of wisdom that I have learned from doing this project that I've been working on Um is that we all have these stories that other people need to share. Yes. And they cannot remain untold. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. I mean, it's true. It's absolutely true. 
that it's absolutely true that they cannot remain untold. That was a tongue twister. And so the the project you're talking about is, uh, tell us a little bit about that project. Okay, it's called The Real 50 Over 50, The Wisdom Revolution. And it started out on February 17th last year. I woke up pissed off at Mika Pruszynski and The Real 50 Over 50 that's promoted through the Forbes media outlet (laughs) and how they are, um, you know, celebrating women that it's great that they're being celebrated. It's great that they're of a certain age, but they're household names Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or women that have access to really anything that they want or need. And I said to myself, I wonder how long it would take me to make a list of women over 50 that I personally know that are changing the world every day and not Mm -hmm. enough people know about them. And it took me 15 minutes. And then I did keyword research. And what came up for women over 50 was, you know, how to wear your hair, what not to wear, what not to eat, Uh, how to exercise, what you could no longer do. We're dying a little bit every day. (laughs) Life sucks get used to it, you know? And I just looked at, I looked at that and I looked at my list and I said, if I was sitting with any one of these women, I would not talk about any of these things. Right. And then I, you know, I got the tap on the shoulder that said, so what, what are you going to do about it? Yes. (laughs) So I started doing weekly interviews live on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube every Wednesday at noon Eastern time. We've done 35 interviews so far. We have interviews booked all the way into August, 2024. And we've started doing wisdom panels. Mm-hmm. And um, we're going to um, create a media empire for women over 50. Ooh, love that. So we've launched a, a anthology book that we're going to be doing. Uh-huh. And so we're going to be bringing in all different types of partners and different types of media to um, expand the voices of all of these women. We're up to 75 so far and we're not stopping. That's incredible. Really, really incredible. That is such a, I mean, to say it's a worthwhile project just doesn't begin to do it justice. I, I am really admiring and excited by the fact that when you got the tap, you went for it. You didn't think of all these reasons not to. You went, no, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing the thing. And that's, that's so oh. important. You know, if I was 40, I probably wouldn't have. And the first interview canceled because her dog literally died. Oh, <laughs> An hour before we were supposed to go on. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, now what? <laughs> um, you know, if I was 40, I would have been like, oh, that's a sign that I shouldn't be doing this. I need to stop. Who am I? Right. You know, all of that would have come into it. But what I did was I reached out to my friend. I said, what do I do? She goes, I'm interviewing you. I said, okay, meet you there in 10 minutes. Wow. Oh, <laughs> and very she interviewed good. me and that was the first interview. Oh, that's excellent. And then, you know, um, then of all the months that I've been doing this, we've only had two cancellations, that one and another one a couple of weeks ago, she canceled the night before at like five or six o'clock. And I had one of those jam packed days where like, you know, there was no room for breathing and right. like trying to rebook this was going to be like, it, it was just no room. But that night we were having our first little meet and greet for all the women in the, in the, um, in the group. We do this once a month now 
And I just said, okay, so we have a cancellation for tomorrow. Who wants to do it? Three women raised their hands and I created our first paddle. Wow. Look at that. And then 10, oh. 10 o'clock at night, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this. I was like, what did I do now? I have to create images and set everything up and I marketed the other one. And what, what's the common thread between all of them, but I pulled it all together and it was boundaries. And it was three women discussing boundaries from three different, very, three, very different perspectives. Mm, and I love great. that. And I, I am not, really surprised but the fact that sort of the necessity of that moment created this extra new wonderful big thing that you had no idea you were going to create and that I actually I wanted to do them but I didn't have the time so you know I got the tap again and it was like you have some time now (laughs) you've got the people (laughs) wow Start building this thing. Right. Um, so it's been it's been a lot of work. Um and it is the most fun I've ever had working. Mm. Oh, I love that. I love hearing that. And that that's really, you know, when you're in your place of taking your passion and making it your purpose, that is a really great, great place to be. I love hearing that. Well, we are in a confidence series right now. How would you define confidence? It's when you cross that divide of um, believing in yourself in a way that you never have before. Where it's almost unshakable. Like anything can happen, you know, and it doesn't really matter because that's not going to be interrupted again. Right. You reach a point oh, where beautiful. like, you know, where you really own who you are and nobody could take it away from you. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I this isn't even a question I had thought of asking, but do you do you feel like there's uh, a lot of deficit with women in feeling this way? Um. I would have answered that differently before my 50 over 50 experience. (laughs) Um, I think there is stuff to a point. Mm -hmm. And I think that for many women, once they reach um, a milestone in their life, whether it be uh, an age milestone or some other accomplishment or experience or moment of healing that they go through, um, you just reach a point where it's like, this is me, take it or leave it. Yes. I don't really care. <laughs> and right. you know, if you stay around, great. If you don't, better. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you just reach a point where what matters most to you is you. Right. And everything else kind of falls behind that. And right. it's really such an amazing place to be because I think we spend so much time focusing on things that don't really matter. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that's one of the things that people don't tell us when we're younger, or they don't tell us in a way that we can hear it. Right. Well, it sounds like you've done, you have done a fabulous job of helping shape your son into this mindset that you're, you're talking about being confident, um, feeling good about who he is and, you know, 
you have to find the people in which you can be that, right? And you will encourage them to do and be the same. Because if if they're not, they're not for you. They're not your people, right? Yeah, and and he he watched me do that while he was growing up. Right. Um, I was through, you know, the pro. Like I I quit my job and started my business when he was four because I'm a single wow. parent. And I wanted to be close to home. And I was working in a law firm. My, my part-time job was 50 hours a week. Oh, so gosh. and commuting back and forth to um, New York City. I live in the suburbs of New York. And um, so it was uh, mm. two plus hours a day of commuting and then working long hours and then working more when I got home. And I just stood on the train station and I was like, this is not a long-term solution. Like, this isn't going to work. And then I was like, well, what the hell am I going to do? Because nobody else is paying those bills. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, I found a virtual assistant who lived in Florida. And she became like my mantra. And it was like, if she could do it, I could do it. And this was in 2006. There weren't virtual assistants. Wow. And, um, And I quit my job. I walked away from a really good job. I was a project manager in a major global law firm. And, um, I, I couldn't do it. I just, I, I was like, I won't know my child. So he saw me walk away from a job. Mm. He saw me walk away from people. He saw me, you know, sell my house and move someplace that was better for us. He saw right. me make life changes and then, you know, charge right into them, not dilly dally around and live in regret, but to just move forward. He saw me build my business. He saw me associate right. with people that believed in me and that believed in him. And, um, he, 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 he learned, he, he saw things and he learned and he really, he chose the way he wanted to live. Um, and you know, we, we kind of did it together. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great. And it wasn't so much what you said, it was what you did. He he saw firsthand what you did and that really made an impression on him. Well, he saw that, you know, because what they do with kids in school, like once they hit the 10th grade, it's all about college and like get into the good school and get your grades and do your math. And he had no interest in math. He was like a straight B student. He was fine. He did all the things he had to do, but you could tell this was not what he had any interest in whatsoever. And I knew he was never going to be an accountant or work in a bank or get any kind of traditional job. and he's a musician. He's going right. to do something music and he's going to do something that he enjoys. He's going to do something where he could wear long hair and ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's... I mean, even, the other, even the other day we were talking because he's now like lining up for internships. And I was like, well, you're probably going to need like some better clothes or at least a proper pair of shoes. He goes, no. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, <laughs> This is how I am. He goes, I'm not going to wear those clothes every day. So I'm not going to go on any interviews dressed like that. I'm going to go like me. And he goes, and don't even talk to me about cutting my hair because it ain't happening. (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) Oh, well, he knows who he is. And that's wonderful. He knows who he is. And the thing is, is that he's always fallen into whatever he needed, you know, Mm -hmm. his job all through high school, like after he graduated high school, when he goes home, when he comes home for breaks and things like that. And over the summer, he works at School of Rock and he teaches guitar. And um, last summer they gave him, um, they gave him a promotion and he managed their summer camp program oh my for the summer. 
And wow, how wonderful. Yeah, I mean he had he had one job. He worked at Home Goods and he was probably in the, you know, 10th grade or so. And he walks in there and he goes, "I'm only available on Wednesdays from 4 to 7 and I only want to work in the rugs. Don't put me on the register." And I was like, "You're going to get fired before you even start." And they were like, "Okay." Oh my goodness. Wow. So he just has this way about him that he's, you know, I don't know, he gets what he wants. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful that he, he inspires you. And I know that you inspire him. And it's really, um, it's just a a beautiful thing to see mother and son. I, I, I brought a son to the marriage I'm in where I ran, I'm in a blended family, but but so I can really relate to that mother son dynamic, the two of you, it being the two of you. Yeah. Exactly. Is there anything else you want to say as we wrap up here? Anything you didn't quite get to that you want to talk about? Um, Really just that I think as we get older and as we step more into who we are, um, I feel that there's a responsibility to share that. So it carries over into um, younger people and future generations. I think the age that we're at right now, we're kind of like a bridge between mm-hmm. how life works and how life's going to be. And it's a it's a special moment in time. And I think it carries a responsibility. Mm, that's gosh, just incredible. Well thank you, Donna. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Really looking forward to learning more about your real 50, the real 50 over 50. The Wisdom Revolution, uh, so beautifully named. And um, yeah, may you uh, have a great day and we'll, we'll talk soon. We'll be in touch soon. That sounds great. Thank you for having me. It began with her frustration with the lack of representation for women of a certain age in mainstream media, along with her determination to create a platform for them. Donna created the Real 50 Over 50 Visibility Project, The Wisdom Revolution, which aims to uncover and amplify the stories of women over 50 who are changing the world. She is hard at work providing ways for them to connect and collaborate. These untold stories are important for us all. And now a closing prayer. God, bless us with ways to tell our stories, to add the value of our experience, help us to believe in ourselves in a way that is unshakable, and may we be that bridge from the past to now and into the future. Amen. To anyone and everyone listening, see someone else, listen to what they're about, And above all, be unabashed, be you.